What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we're the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast talking about uh, all things Nintendo from two 20-something-year-olds who are just off the heels of E3. Oh, baby. So it is the end of Friday. We waited until all the tree houses were done so we could talk about everything we know about E3 and all the things we're excited about. But first, how are you doing, Matt? I am doing marvelous, actually. I started work, and it is, you know, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. every morning now, except for training. I had to wake up at 5. But it's good. I like waking up early so I can get there early so I can go home early. That's good. I wish I could do that. Change your hours. I can't change my hours. That's not how my job works. Why not? Because it's not how it works. I have to be there until five. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyway. How I, are you? I've been good. It, it, despite me complaining about work, it's actually been really quiet. Um, a lot of people are on vacation, so not too much going on. That's nice because it let me pretty much watch the entirety of Treehouse. Well, aren't you lucky? Except for Thursday. I didn't get really watch Thursday. Even if I wanted to, I probably couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, so Matt, I, I thought Matt didn't like me now that he started his job, and it turns out Matt's internet is just atrocious. <laughs> so I'm like back to texting. Like no, no Facebook Messenger, just text. Wow, what a what a strange idea. What a novel thought. Um, but but uh, yeah. anyway, so this week we're kind of uh, flushing our format. We're just going to talk about E3. We're going to get back to our usual format, you know, the news, what we've been playing, you know, all the f- fun stuff. But... We just thought it'd be a nice celebration to, yeah. to to ship off E3 week and wait till next year. Yes. Jeez, I can't believe Ben's, it's been a year at all since I know, right? 2016 so E3. My, 2017 2017 E3. It's 2018, pal. <laughs> um, overall, before we get into the, the, nit, the nitty gritty, what was your overall opinion of E3 this year? Of E3... As a whole. Just as a whole. As a whole? Did you enjoy watching all the E3 stuff? Uh, I I enjoyed E3 in general. Yeah, I'd say I enjoyed it. What about you? Definitely. In general, I really liked E3 this year because I got a lot of stuff that I'm really looking forward to. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I always call E3, like, Christmas that lasts a week because to me E3 is, like, basically as cool as Christmas. So Hanukkah. Yes! Last week. It's, it's Hanukkah in June. Did we just find the epi- name of this episode? Hanukkah in <laughs> Hanukkah June. Hanukkah in June. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I have to agree with you. It, it's, a, it's a very fun, and it's like, especially for, for you, you know, you're, you play Sony games, you have a PlayStation, mm-hmm. and like with Nintendo, you know, we get directs all throughout the year. We still have that stuff, but E3 is like the one time everybody's it's got stuff. the big one. Yeah. So it was good. Let's hold off our thoughts yeah, on Nintendo let's hold specifically. Off all that stuff. But let's just jump in. So we're gonna go in E three order for the starting with the direct and then talking about everything that was everything announced else. outside of the direct. So the first thing I want to talk about is how they opened the show. So that was metal. Yeah. So first off, I just want to preface this. So I I do work and I couldn't watch like the direct, you know, at my desk. So I told my boss that I had a lunch date with a friend named Reggie, who was here last year, and he wants to see New York. So I went to this sushi place, like, around the corner, and just sat there and watched the direct. And I'm like, listen, people are going to think I'm crazy, just this, like, grown adult watching a direct. And then it starts with this. (laughs) So Damon X Machina looks really cool. Did you see the game? I mean, I know we're not talking about stuff outside yet but did you see the gameplay oh yeah no i, I figured we'd talk about yeah, we'll talk about that later but or no, it, do like, want to just do that... talk about all of damon x machina right now yeah why don't we talk okay. about all of damon x machina right now yeah. all right wait, wait wait so first of all i didn't get to watch the e3 press conference like the direct during its time because i was in training and i had to wait like an extra five hours to watch it and it was driving me genuinely crazy <laughs> and i finally turned it on i was like all right here we go here we go. And that's what came up. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then my first thought, because I had that bingo board all in my mind that we made for last week. Yeah. Because I spent the day before the direct making the, the, bingo, the board. bingo board. I was like, all right, here we go. What is this? And there's all these robots flying around. And I was like, is this is this custom robo? I, but no, it's not. We got two squares on that bingo board, by the way. Yeah. So we got two. <laughs> not counting the free space. And one of them's a little iffy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's. We didn't do well. (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised, though. I feel like some of yours should have gotten there. But, yeah, so Damon X Machina is like a third-person shooter game Mm -hmm. that you're flying around, you can walk around on the ground, and you're just, like, taking stuff out. It's, like, very... It almost reminds me of Pacific Rim, but with smaller robots. I didn't see Pacific Rim, so I'm going to trust your judgment on this. (laughs) 
But yeah, no, it's it's wild, but it looks really cool. And I think because they started the direct with this, it says 2019 for release date. Yep. But I have to assume they want to do spring, and if not summer, but they didn't want to hold us to anything yet. Yeah. Because they, you know, Reggie kept saying six months, six months to nine months out. That's what we want to focus on. Right. So if we're focusing on that, then this seems like a 2019 first half. Oh, yeah, I would say first half 2019. I think this is easily something that could get its own direct later yeah, down the way. Yeah, I think they have... Because this is basically a new property, right? Yeah. I, it, it's, it's loosely based off of a different property. Right, and it's got the same producer, creative director. Yeah. And I don't know if... Does this count as first party? I don't know. It's weird. This, I mean, like... <laughs> Usually, whenever something's exclusive to Nintendo consoles, I just call it first party, even if it isn't. Yeah, but like, but it's only coming to Switch as of now. So yeah, we'll just as of now. But I mean, if you look at the art style, it's probably gonna remain only on Switch. Yeah, it's very like stark and it's like ve- very techno. It's, like, it's clearly very. The Switch can't handle super detailed, so we went anime. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the style. It's... I know I like it too. Don't get me wrong. It's it's the same art style that Fire Emblem has though. The new Fire Emblem. If you uh, I would argue it's a little bit crazier. I feel like this is a little and more no, like seventies. Like, yeah, but I mean, like the cell shaded aspect of it. I mean, yeah, never mind. But it went like but, um, full. It's like it's like techno seventies punk rock right. Wind Waker. But it um. So in the gameplay for Damon X, you could also see that there's like a character creator. Yeah, and you character. can like walk around. Yeah, it kind of reminded me a little bit also of Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, I, I hate to say that I've never played Xenoblade. Yeah, Chronicles I know. Well, you never had a, you never had a Wii U. Yeah, so like, but the scales, right? Right. Yeah, it looks it looks cool, but I think right now there's not enough. I, I liked the gameplay footage. I liked what we yeah, saw. Yeah, it was but... cool. But there's there's not enough to make a judgment. Um, although I'm already pretty sold on it, to be pretty honest. I yeah, I'll probably thought pick it looked it up. <laughs> like a kind of like fun that I don't have on my Switch yet. Yeah, and let's be honest, you and I aren't that difficult to please when it comes to buying games. I mean, yeah, like I'll I'll try anything. Yeah. So that that was the first one. That was the first one. And then the next thing they did was something I was very excited about. So Xenoblade Chronicles Two, the Golden Country Torna. Golden Country Torna. Yep. Is the final no, DLC. Actually, it's Torna the Golden Country. If you want to get specific. The DLC pack for Xenoblade Two. <laughs> I really hope I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it got it got the announcement. So we knew a lot about you know that this was coming. Um, and then a few weeks ago, we talked about, like, a, a data mine, and this, you know, confirms a lot of the stuff in the data mine. Mm-hmm. The short answer, so we have the two DLC packs. The one is out today, which is the, like, arena battle. So it allows you to have a couple extra, you know, things to do at the post game. Some of the rewards you can get are really cool costumes. So I was looking through a couple of them today. Like, one of them is Mithra in Pyra's outfit with blonde hair, and Pyra with Mithra's outfit, but with red hair. <laughs> which cool. is, like, really weird to look at, but it was actually kind of cool. Um, and also, the big thing about this mode is that if you do a couple quests, there's a way to get Shulk and Fiora as Blades awesome. into, into regular Xenoblade, too. <laughs> so, that was cool, but Golden, the Golden Country, you know, the, the Torna expansion, because I don't know the order of it, yep. looks really cool. So, it's, a, it's not a different combat but it's very similar with tweaks so you know like your driver has an element and the blade has an element i think you can control either of them yes you like switch between them Mm -hmm. and then they have their own set of three arts i guess you just choose from automatically like you would with a regular blade which is cool because i think they have to make the abilities more dynamic if you only get two sets you know because usually in xenoblade you have three but looking at the game it really looks huge like from what it looks like they're like okay so we have at least you know, one new continent. But they also showed them on Gormot, which is the first continent in the game. But it looks really different. They're selling it not only as part of the season pass for $30, but you can also buy a retail physical copy of just this game that comes with an expansion pass code for $40. Which you know I'm buying. Of course. It um it kind of reminded me of both the, the Witcher 3 DLC and the Uncharted 4 DLC when they were making Uncharted 4's DLC and they're like, you know what? We can make this a full game. So they like revamped production halfway through and they made it a full game. Uh, that's what I've heard. More or less saying. looks like this. People kept saying this is going to be like Witcher 3 DLC. And that makes me really happy because, I mean, I loved Xenoblade. So why would I say no to more Xenoblade 2? Mm-hmm. And it looks really cool. And it comes out uh, September 14th. 
and then the hard copy, the physical edition, comes out the week after. If you're interested and you want to maybe get the physical edition, you can wait and see how people like it. For me, I'm probably going to buy the physical copy, maybe see if I can sell my season pass DLC, because I don't particularly care about the extra blades you have in the regular game. And, you know, it's cool. I don't want to say it's not cool, but... I've had enough of Xenoblade, and if I want to play it through, I'll just play on New Game Plus anyway, which is free DLC. <laughs> it is. So, I, um, this did not sway me. Like, I'm, I'm definitely going to beat the game, Mike. I swear to you, I will someday, soon, beat Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But I'm probably not going to get the DLC. You're not all by yourself. I'm going to... Really? Because Matt said to me, he was like, wow, you know, I never beat it, and his other friend who has the game didn't beat it. None of our other friends even own the game. It's like... I want to talk to somebody about this game, and there's no one to talk to. You can talk to Reddit. I don't want to talk to Reddit. <laughs> I mean, not about Xenoblade. Have you been on the Xenoblade subreddit? No, I told I you, don't go on the Xenoblade yeah, subreddit at work. Just don't do it. It's um, <laughs> it's fine, but not not good for work. <laughs> anyway, want to move on? Yeah, I mean, honestly, good. I really like Xenoblade fans are. Excited. It does like it does look cool for Xenoblade fans. The um the arena thing looked really cool to me. Yeah. Um yeah. and just Shulk in general because I love Shulk. I'm really feeling it. Anyway, now he is. Yes, he is in fact feeling it. Uh, so the next one I'm gonna talk about is Super Mario Party. Oh god, this was personally my favorite thing from Nintendo from the whole whole event. Yeah, this was really big. At first, I was really hesitant because. You know, Mario Party 10 did the car, which I didn't like. Mario Party... Actually, no, that was the last Mario Party game. The Mar- Mario Party with the car. Well, 3DS. There was... But... Uh, that was the last Mario Party. There definitely wasn't a game on 3DS that okay. was awful. Mike, 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 Mike. You have to admit that one is better than Mario Party 10 and 9. Isn't that so depressing, though? <laughs> <laughs> That anyway, game is terrible. I really like the, the Mario Party on the 3DS, and Mike really doesn't. I just... But we don't need to argue about this now. No. You know what, Mike? Let's have a whole episode. Where about we Mario Party games? Random, no, not just Mario Party, <laughs> but like Mario Party and Mario Odyssey, and all these things that we have little arguments so on. So little mar- we'll argument just, hot takes. We'll get them all out. Maybe <laughs> next week we have nothing to talk about because they blew their load on E3. <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> okay, okay. So, and anyway, the fact is, is, looking at the gameplay of this game on the second day really is what sold me because you know we looked at it, it looked cool they're like there's that new you know thing where you can like put the, the switches together and like you have like two that game looks, boards i don't i doubt that'll be in regular well actually mode. yeah they actually no said, actually they did say yeah. yeah it was gonna be a different mode i remember that that uh press release you sent me yeah so in the press release and in the treehouse they talked about mario party saying it's really going back to more traditional mario party mm-hmm. they showed you know there's classic boards you know that you move in a direction and that's what you do you go after the star it costs x amount of coins at the end of a round you play a mini game you know like traditional mario party they said there's like 80 new mini games but the big um you know other than new items the big change is this addition of custom dice so every character you you know you pick Which a character aren't really different like new they were in the 3ds one so this new feature that i'm definitely because i don't like mario party in the 3ds i'm just ignoring <laughs> what you're saying so the custom dice it's like so let's say i pick bowser actually that was one of the examples that i wrote down because i really like this so when you start the the game, you have, you know, just a regular die that has one through six on it. But then you can choose to use the character's custom die. And, you know, they have different sides. So the Bowser die, this is the sides on it. Two sides were lose three coins, don't go anywhere. Yep. One side was move one space. And then the other sides were move eight spaces, nine spaces, and ten spaces. So it's like, you know, this high risk, high reward thing with Bowser. So it gives you some options, and then over time during the game, you can recruit allies to your team. And is it looks this like. the first time during a Mario Party game where you can just play as Bowser? Yes, this yeah. is. I don't think you could ever be Bowser. You could, like, you could be, like, the antagonist of the game in Mario Party 10. And oh, play yeah, as like Bowser. the 4v1 thing. But, yeah, but you can't, like, you couldn't go around the board as Bowser. Yeah, I don't. So that's awesome to me. It's cool. And just the idea of, like, you know, having characters have, you know, these designed dice. dice. Yeah. And over time during the game, you can get more allies, and then and you can use those dice instead of yours. I do remember what I saw of the, the treehouse. They were talking about how, like, you know, maybe it is better sometimes to use the 1 through 6 die than the custom die. Yeah. Because, like, you can switch between the two, whichever one you want to use. Yeah. So that, I don't know. I just, I thought the way it adds that variety. And, and it gets even noticed, just, like, strategy. Because guess yeah, what? Well, I might want to use the Bowser die if I want to make, like, a zero. Because there's a, you know, there's there's... 
three of them give me one space or less. Exactly. It's just, mm, it just, it gets me excited about Mario Party, which is something that I've been so jaded to for so long. They were stra- like, it. if you watch the the Treehouse, I I didn't watch a lot of it, but I watched a little bit. They were talking, they were really stressing out, like, mm, look at this strategy. Wow, I'm just overflowing with, with strategy. strategy. <laughs> they were really trying to stress it because they know how upset people were. Yeah, and, like, I think it's good because they're mixing a good amount of, you know, the kind of stuff that makes you want to kill your friends when you play Mario Party, (laughs) and as much as I don't want to say it, some strategy. Anything else you want to say on this? There's one thing I want to say. Uh, the minigames look really fun. The minigames do look really fun, so... Oh, wait, do we want to talk about the online aspect of it? Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, so two quick things. So first, online, there's a minigame mode you can play online with other people, which is cool. You can't play the main game. I don't think... That's a problem. That's, yeah, that's... Oh, well, really? Yeah. The other thing is... Um, so the Toad's Rec Room, that is where all those Switch yep. games that you put it into each other go. So it's like a specific mode just for that. It seems really cool, because if you now, have two the Switches... Question, the question is, do you need two copies of the game? I hope that, not. I also hope... Like, Mario Party for 3DS, as much as you don't want to talk about it, you didn't have to have multiple copies. I did respect the fact you only needed you one copy. You just had to download the, the Party Guest. Only one poor sap had to pay for it. And that was me. Yes, but it was. But anyway, um, that... Also, going back to the online, I don't think that's a problem for people who were upset about that. Because Mario Party would not be fun online. Yeah, it's like, like at all. It's all the pains of playing against anonymous people online, like that rage that builds up because it's not like a real person. <laughs> Along with, you know, Mario Party. <laughs> well, like, like, even the rage I don't think is the problem. I just think it wouldn't be fun if you couldn't sit next to the person. And watch them scream. And, like, actively, well, I mean, yeah, and also actively talk to them. Yeah. The other thing, uh, last thing I want to talk about this before we move to the next one, is my favorite game. There's a new mini game. It's a four-player game. Everyone's in a circle, like in like a ring, and there's six pedestals, and randomly someone will fall into one of those pedestals, and they take a picture, and the goal is to be the one in the front. It's like a paparazzi. Oh so it will like, take the picture, and you get points depending on how much of you is in the photograph. They played it on Treehouse, and I thought it was really funny. And I was like, this... This is going to be a I good like, game. I almost don't want to watch all the she has footage because I don't want them all spoiled for me. You know yeah, what I mean? no, they only play a couple rounds, and they actually got, like, three 1v3 games. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Don't use Peach's die, apparently. He rolled, like, a 0-0 zero, zero, and a 1. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was that was Mario Party. I think we're both very excited about I'm it. I'm very excited for Mario Party. Uh, the next one is Fire Emblem. So we got an official trailer, which oh is, I think... God, that was amazing. This is technically the same trailer that we saw at the Fire Emblem Direct last year, right? We didn't get a trailer. We didn't? We've never gotten a trailer for Three Houses. Okay. I thought there was like a little this trailer or something. the reveal. No, okay. they, they had a blank white screen that said Fire Emblem coming. Okay. So, but they did 2018, what they said at the time. 2018. Honestly, I think, I, we're jumping ahead, but I think it's because of Smash. I think they're like, listen. Well let's, well, let's talk about it later. Yeah. So, it looks pretty. There's not much to say about it. Oh, I think there's plenty to say. You see how awesome... That it looks, looks beautiful, so but like... So cool. It, yeah. Like, we don't know anything about the plot or anything about the game, really. Except for how amazing the battles look now. Like, they do. I like I'm the- not... I like Fire Emblem. I'm not really a Fire Emblem guy, but this trailer got me so hyped for Fire Emblem. It looks... I mean, this is the return to the to the console. Right. And, like, when Fire Emblem Path of Radiance and its sequel were on, you know, a home console, that was a big deal because they looked really pretty for the time. I'm excited that but they're like, doing some cool stuff. Like, the little units really and stuff. You have massive, like, armies now. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see if that's either just, um... Like, is that just saying, like, here, we're gonna put some dudes on the battlefield and, like, make it look like you're not just one person standing there and you're supposed <laughs> to be an army? Or is that some kind of, like, siege no, army I, mechanic? No, I think there is because I thought they were moving them in the trailer. I don't know. I need to look at the trailer again. Okay. I... I... Like, like Damon X Machina, obviously I'm sold, but I want to wait. I think we're, we have to get more information if it's coming out in spring. We're gonna, we're obviously gonna get, I mean, they always have a January direct, so like, it's, it's, it's super cool though. It does look really cool. Did we even see the protagonist though? Uh, I think we did. It was that, there was that, the girl with the red hair who was like the trainer, and then there was the other person. I like, I'm genuinely not sure if that was a protagonist though. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's just, it was a Listen, very cryptic trailer, but it's just like, here's something to make you Here's shut some up. gameplay footage to make you talk about on your podcast. And Let's move on. <laughs> we can talk about it later, but that's why I don't think it's because of Smash. You don't think? Okay. I don't think it's because, I think it's not ready yet. Well, I mean, it's obviously not ready. Well, but... I mean, yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, a couple quick things that happened. So, Fortnite, the best worst kept secret, is available on Switch. What? 
Woo. Really? Yes. No, I didn't hear about this. No way. At all. What? <laughs> no. Best surprise. Best surprise of E3. <laughs> Other things that are coming to the Switch. Uh, so Killer Queen Black, which I'm is really a, excited an arcade game. It looks really cool. It's. I've heard about the way to play it. It just. It sounds like a very fun party game. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting, obviously, to uh, you know see its release, and it probably won't be good on handheld. So I'm a little. Well, not it's also it probably won't be fun without other people. It's yeah, a par- it's a party game. It, I mean, it's a six-player game. You need six people. It's an eight-player game. Actually. It's an eight-player. Oh, I thought you it was can six. play with eight. Huh. Well, actually, it, it's like a bar game. There's like arcade cabinets and bars, oh. and you're supposed to play with ten people in the bars. But I mean, you can only support eight Joy Cons. Oh yeah. On the Switch, so like usually there's five Bs per team, mm-hmm. but now they reduce it down to four. Okay, that's so cool. It's, it's very much a social game. Yeah, if you have a group, it seems like a great game. And honestly, there aren't that many of those kinds of games that support so many players outside of right. Jackbox on Switch. And I, I really do. well, both of us really dig that because we usually hang out with large groups. We either hang out with like exactly and- five. Or, or exa- a huge or like amount. 12. But, uh, yeah, the more the merrier, yeah. is what I say. So it's announced. It's coming soon. Uh, Overcooked 2 comes out August yes! 7th. Yes, 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 yes. This was also a, a great, badly kept secret. But uh, it looks cool. If you haven't played Overcooked, it's Play a cool it. co-op game. Um, I don't know what else to say. It, it's I mean, an inc- It's genuinely an incredible indie game. You can play with two people or you can play with four people and you will have a blast like a monstrous blast. I cannot recommend this game enough. It is so much fun. It does seem really goofy. It's all, it's stressful. Like, that's why it's fun. Because you're stressed out and you're yelling at each other, but you're still working on the same team to get this done. It's just so much fun. Yeah, and like a couple new mechanics they had. I know they added, like, you can, like, throw people ingredients. That just seems like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I know, right? You can throw ingredients. You can now make way more. Because in the first one, you made, like, you made burgers, you made steak, you made... Pizza. Pizza. And a very, like, limited amount of things, but now they're adding sushi, they're adding pancakes. Pancakes? Pancakes! I'm so excited. Nice. The next one was that Hollow Knight is finally, has a release date, and it was three days ago, and yes, I've been playing it. We're not talking about what we've been playing, but I've been playing Hollow Knight. We'll get to that next week. We'll also have a a more in-depth discussion on Sushi Striker next week. Yeah. Actually, speaking of that, they did mention Sushi Striker is available now. It's good, right? Would you say it's good? I, I do really enjoy it. Okay. I'm not so, as far as Mike is, but I do enjoy it a lot. It's good. They announced a new demo for Octopath Traveler. So it's two different protagonists. So it's a different demo than the one that we got last year. This one has a three-hour time limit, and your save from this, if you buy the full game, will migrate to your new save file. So... I think it's the hunter and maybe the cleric. I can't remember what the other character was. I'm not playing this because I've already bought Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I'm I, gonna. I'm gonna play. It's basically the beginning of the game, right? Well, it's for those it's, two characters. Yes. Yeah. So we already got the beginning of the game, and you know, absolutely sans any changes for uh, the warrior and Primrose. Well, that's why you couldn't save it during yeah. that one. So it look. I mean, the game looks beautiful. Everyone talked about. It. You know, Nintendo talked about it. Square Enix even talked about it in their well, press conference. Their game. I know, but like Square Enix, they barely <laughs> talked about anything. So they didn't talk about. They the, barely talked about Kingdom Hearts. In they their barely own press talked. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't if you haven't uh, been sold on Octopath, try this demo instead. And if you like it, you won't lose the progress. So that's always good because you know dra- when I got Dragon Quest Builders demo and I played through the to the point where you had to finish the game in the demo and found out you couldn't transfer your save over. I was a little miffed. I am. I'm getting the game for sure. Probably not going to play as one of these two characters the first run through of the game. Me neither. So I'm probably just not going to get the demo. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same spot. I'm going to play through as Primrose. She just seems wonderful. <laughs> I don't know anything about any of the characters, so I'm very excited to find well, anything out. Primrose is the best. I don't need to know. Primrose is the best. That's your opinion. And I'm probably right. Okay. Yeah, if you look at the box art, she's themselves. in the center. She's in the center of the eight no. of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, don't be facetious with me. Anyway, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighter Z is coming to the Switch. SNK Heroines is coming to the Switch, which these are things... Dragon Ball Fighter we didn't know, but I'm, SNK we did. I hear um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is actually a really, really good game. Yeah, it's one of those things I, where, like, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, this is, like, the best thing. And if, yeah, actually. And if you're not a Dragon Ball fan, it's still a good thing. It's just not the yeah, same way. I'm not a Dragon Ball fan at all. I think I've seen maybe, like, one episode of Dragon Ball in my life. And also, <laughs> one of the movies that came out recently. <laughs> because my friend forced me to go see it with him. But I, <laughs> I did really like that movie. But... <laughs> 
okay, I'm done. <laughs> you ever it, seen? The it was hit? a good movie. It was Frieza, but um. Yeah. Anyway, have you ever seen the movie? Uh, the the clip. But just quick aside, the clip of the guys who went to uh, the park by NYU. To it was like a it was like a it was like a public event to go to this park and scream like you're becoming a yes, super saiyan Goku. Seen that. And just like twenty guys, beautiful. <laughs> just beautiful. It was the best. Where are they now? Anyway. Probably screaming somewhere else. <laughs> but um, like I would consider picking up Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I won't, but I would consider it. It's one of those things where like I wouldn't buy it, but if one of our friends said, "Hey, I bought Dragon Ball Fighter yeah, Z," exactly. I'd be like, yes, I'll play with I would, you. I would love to try the game. I don't want to buy it, but I would love to try. Yeah. It. So outside of that, then we went into. They talked about Pokemon Let's Go. So we got a lot of Ooh, more information about that. I was miffed. See, I was less so. Ooh. Are you just annoyed about the Pokeball Plus I thing? Very, I mean, like, I bought the Pokeball Plus, mind you, but I am very annoyed about the Pokeball Plus thing. Yeah, so first, what they actually... So they didn't give us a lot of new information in the Direct, but, but the one get... thing they did give us was that the Pokeball Plus, the $50 Joy-Con that you can only use with this game, will have a Mew in it. Oh, I'm sorry, did you want to get Mew and complete your Pokedex? Give me $50. Or play Pokemon Go. No, you can't trade in Mew. They can't? You cannot trade they in say Mew that? from Pokemon Yeah, they did say that. Wow. During the treehouse sometime, they said oh, okay. you cannot trade in See, Mew I did not Pokemon know Go. that. Also, you can only get one Mew in Pokemon Go, so if you play Pokemon Go, why would you want to transfer it in? Because you want it in Pokemon Let's Go. I mean, fair, but like... Yeah, so, you, I mean... You can't, though. It's like one of those things where, like, this is a game that isn't super competitive. It's not a game where, you know... I mean, think about it. The mythical Pokemon, right... When I was a kid, I got Pokemon Red and Blue, and I got a Mew because I got one of these things at Toys R Us. Like, I went to one of the events, really? which is really cool. But it was but still it, free then. It was it was free. So it's like, I'm torn. I could also see them, though, saying, like, after, like right before Pokemon, you know, 2019 comes out, being like, hey, pre-order the game, or, like, you know, in announcement of it, also, we're giving away a free, you know, a free Mew. This, this doesn't make sense to me for a few reasons. First of all, it's, like, more or less corporate bullying where it's like you want to you want to do this thing give us fifty dollars and also if you're trying to get newcomers into the game like that's what they were trying to do right they're trying to get people who aren't really into hardcore mainline pokemon games into pokemon yeah and they're saying that you have to make this fifty dollar investment to get this one pokemon in the game yes my argument would be okay so for the people who aren't hardcore players they're looking at Pokemon Let's Go because they played Pokemon Go, right. so they have the added thing of being like, this is a Pokemon Go Plus. For the people who are like us, who are more enfranchised, it's being like, hey, you know, this is a really cool Pokemon controller, it's gonna give you Mew, which you're gonna want. As much as I don't like the fact that they're hiding Mew behind a paywall, I also am like, if these are remakes of Yellow, you couldn't just get a Mew in Yellow anyway. Well, no, but you could do something else to make it difficult to get Mew, but possible. They could, but I'm not going to say, like, you know, they changed the like, game what because... Was it, the Delta episode in um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, but that's the first time they've ever made a, uh, you know, an event Pokemon not event But, anymore. I mean, I really wouldn't be upset by that. I think... I wouldn't I really, either. The Delta episode was honestly my favorite part of OS. It was great because, honestly, everyone gets a Deoxys. And let's be honest, no one likes event Pokemon unless they have them. If right. you have them, you don't care. If you Speaking don't which, have Mike, I have 17,000 shiny Zygarde things to sell you. Oh. Not sell, just give you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to GameStop the other day, and the guy behind the counter wanted to get rid of them, so he shoved, like, a literal stack of shiny Zygarde cards at me, and he's like, take them! That's great. Also, <laughs> by the way, speaking of which, um, so if you were following us on Twitter, they announced that the Pokemon Let's Go comes in a pack with the Pokeball Plus for $100. So it's $10 cheaper if you just buy it in a pack. So I found this out, yelled about it on Twitter, then it was on Best Buy, yelled about it on Best Buy, and I'm saying this because I bought Matt's for him, so Matt, by the way, he owe me 100 bucks. Yeah, I know, I'm aware. <laughs> it's not the first time. Yeah, so, you know, get them on, they have them on, uh, they have them on Best Buy, they have them on Amazon, and they have them on GameStop. I was getting all my now in stock alerts today. Yep. It's something cool to take a look at. If you want to get the Pokeball Plus, this is the way to do it. Real fast, um, something that happened during I will, Treehouse. I will oh. say, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, I will say that um, I will say that my one good friend was really uh, like on the edge for Pokeball Plus. Not sure if he's gonna get it. Not sure if he wasn't. They said the thing about Mew, and he's like, "That's it. I'm gonna buy it." Yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of the position a lot of people are in. It's you know they haven't said a lot for us as um 
us as the Pokemon, well, for me more so as the you know Pokemon Let's yeah, Go player. Yeah, they said anything about the ball for le- for like Let's Go. I think they're purposefully being. A I little... think so too, but I'm just like interesting. They like, what are you? What are we doing? And I'm fine. They'll tell us. But I think this is good just to be like, okay, in terms of pre-orders, this will get people to pre-order it, and then they'll realize that this is a good idea, I just, hopefully. Like, I, like, really don't know why they haven't, like, sure, the Mew thing is great, and that is a way to make people get it, but another way is, like, hey, if you get it, you'll also get these items, you'll get this experience. Yeah, the only thing they had said is that, you know, like, Pokemon will travel with you. And it's like... And they'll give you gifts I'm, I'm when you travel. I'm just trying to know why withhold that information. Honestly, I think so. The next time they talk about Pokemon they in a direct, they have something about. to talk about. That's fair. Uh, so a couple little bits of information that we got for the game. <laughs> First off, my favorite thing is they showed the gym, and the second trainer in Brock's gym still says, "You're light years away from being able to face Brock, despite you being able to see him." <laughs> oh my god, Mike! So a couple things they talked about, you know, so catching does give you experience points for your Pokemon that and are everybody. It's like a. It's, yeah, it's like an like XP, an share. XP share. It's gyro in some combination for handheld. What they had kind of said is they were doing translation, so it was kind of a little confusing, was that you, like, you gyroscopically aim to put a target in, like, a circle, and then you press the catch yeah, you, button. you do have to aim. So, as long as it's, like, like the Splatoon gyro, where it's, like, really sensitive and it works, I don't care. Well, because I, what I had heard from someone, from an interview of someone who had played the game is you have to click the button so the gyro locks, like, where you are is, like, the top of your throw, and then you throw the ball. Yeah. See, that doesn't seem too bad. No, and what I saw on the, um, what I saw on the treehouse was they were talking about how, like, there are different kinds of throws, because yeah, like the later on in the game it's going to get difficult to catch the Pokemon, which adds more variety to it, which I like. Like, in Pokemon Go, part of the thing that makes it interesting is because it does take a certain quote-unquote level of skill to catch some of the Pokemon, and that's part of the fun of Pokemon Go. Yeah. I think it's good because the fact is is we're taking out the weak in a Pokemon and, you know, get it down to low health, so they need to put something in its place. Right. And this seems good. Yeah. Um, I'm less worried about it now. Uh, another thing they said is so uh, candy will return and CP will return, but not in the way it's Pokemon Go. Did you see this? I, I saw the candy thing. I didn't see the CP thing. So how it works is Pokemon are like they are in the main series. They have a level. They have six stats, HP attack, special attack, special stats. defense, and Thank speed. God. CP is a general stat basically to say, okay, compare this level 20 Pikachu to this level 35 Gyarados. They have a CP, which is just basically like an overall... This is like, if you were to take all their stats combined, okay, this is so how strong they are. it's just an easy way to compare Pokemon. Yeah, so if you have two Pikachu, you can say, well, this one has a higher okay. CP, but they're the same level, so this one's the stronger one. So that actually makes me really happy, because that seems super simple. It's easy for them to say, okay, a Pokemon in Pokemon Go has a CP of 1,500. It's coming back in at level, at level X, which gives it the CP stat of 1,500. That seems really good. It seems really simple, and if there are, you know, IVs or something like that in this game, you know, they said there's something like it. Yeah. This seems like a quick and easy way for us to check. I don't have to be, like, going at the end of the game to a guy and look at these stats and look at the numbers. Exactly. Like, this seems great. I mean, hopefully, honestly, you'll be able to check IVs like you do in Pokemon Go, where you just appraise the Pokemon. It's like, oh, that's yeah. it. You will send Pokemon back to the professor in this game for candy. Yes, you will. So but, I mean, good. I imagine because that's how you get EXP... You're going to be doing... You're going to catch a lot of re- duplicates and going to be transferring a lot of Oh, them. of course. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, they did show that there's some new events and some new characters in the game. So, like, in Viridian City, there was a Slowbro, and the guy asked you, hey, can you watch my Slowbro for a minute? And, like, shenanigans ensued. <laughs> uh, the other thing is that starters will be found in the wild. Yes, they will. So, in Pokemon Yellow, the three starter Pokemon were available, but you had to trade for them. So, it would be like, you know... Hey, I have, you know, do you have a Graveler? I'll trade it for my Bulbasaur. So you could get all three of them. But in this game, they actually showed the Viridian Forest, and they showed that also other Pokemon will be in new locations. So Viridian Forest usually only had, you know, Weedle line, Caterpie line, Pikachu, and that was it. But in this one, it also showed that the Oddish line was in there, and Bulbasaur. So that I, seems I, really cool. I think it's, like, when's the last, never actually, that they never updated. were in the wild. Yeah, they never put starters in the wild, and they've never up. Even though they've made this game twice, they didn't update. You know which Pokemon were found where. Right, I think that's awesome. It will be good because you know what? It will give you more options, and that was always the problem I have with every Pokemon game at the start. You're like, right. you know, listen, I understand that I shouldn't be able to catch an Oddish until I get past the Nugget Bridge, <laughs> but like, why? 
And, like, make no mistake, I'm still sad we're going back to Kanto. I'm but not. at least this gives us some variety. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of all I wanted to talk about with Pokemon. So then we got to the, the, big, the big one. So we're going to spend... Let's try to not spend too much time on this, but... Oh, it's, boy. All right. It's Super Smash Brothers. Woo! You know, the thing. Okay, here's the my game. thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Before we talk about it, I was super excited for Smash. I'm super excited for Smash now. Like, really excited for Smash. But I did not need 30 minutes of Smash. 23 minutes of Smash. Yeah. Like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I was really excited, but Smash Brothers is Smash Brothers. You didn't need to do 23 minutes of Smash Brothers. It's gonna be Smash Brothers. I'm gonna buy it when it comes out. And so is everybody else who owns a Switch. Yes, I think... So, like, my argument would be is if they only talked about Smash for 10 minutes, then the Direct would have been 35 minutes, which yeah, would be... Yeah, you put other things in. But, like... 35-minute directs aren't uncommon or unheard of for Nintendo. So I'm, I'm saying kind of like, we got bonus here. I'm looking at I, it like that. because That's one way to look at it. Listen, I think spending all this time on Smash is good because it answers a bunch of people on the internet screaming, we still have questions. Yeah, but right? you could have done that in the treehouse. Yeah, but we already knew Smash was coming out. So if they announced, like, if they just did, like, okay, here are the characters, and that's it, I think people would have been like, well, you know, is anything... Is it the, that stupid question of whether or not it's a port or it's a new game like that has been put to bed that's gone that's gone yeah although people are still more, saying yeah more or less it's gone it but it's been built from the ground up they've confirmed it was built from the ground up if you look at the game the characters look different and obviously so we got backgrounds so does everything the levels look cleaner everything looks good um obviously a lot of stuff was announced for this um a couple things that i wanted to talk about real fast one thing that we talked about was Omega stages and, in like, an alpha stage, like a Battlefield version. That's in the game. That is so we're really excited. Um, you know, every character. Hashtag Free Wolf. Free Wolf has been freed. <laughs> they showed a bunch of old stages. Like, even things that haven't I, come back. I think, like, uh, Game Explain was counting all of the stages. It was, like, 80-something stages. There's at least 83 stages in the game already. Honestly, I don't. Th- they only need to make a couple new stages because the Wii U and 3DS alone had, like, 80 stages between know, the two of like, them. Like, good Golly, you're just gonna go random every time. It's gonna be impossible to pick yes. a stage. Well, there's another thing. Stages are picked before characters. I love that. I am so happy. We have a friend, and I always fight him on this. I always say, okay, what love we playing? I'm like, oh, obviously Woohoo Island. Woohoo Island is the best stage. But if he you're not playing the best stage is Politanus Temple. Which is for awful. some ungodly reason. It's terrible when you're playing with like four players, like no one ever dies, and it's like a twenty minute match, and he always plays characters with a lot of mobility, so it's like running after him and then accidentally killing yourself is how you'll lose the game. But you don't know that until twenty minutes in. So having this done first is good, especially for the Little Mac players of the world. You know where I get you know you be like, Little Mac, let's play Woo! I'm Island. a Little Mac player! Could you imagine playing Little Mac? On Big Blue, because that kind of is coming back, and not knowing until the end that you were playing Big Blue. Oh my god, that would be awful. Yeah. They talked about Final Smashes have been fixed. So all Final Smashes are quick and dirty attacks. They're not transformations. They're not, you know, crazy things that take 20 minutes. They're not, you know, you fly off the board and do something crazy for most of the time while everyone else has to fight and pretend that your final smash isn't there. There's no more Sonic doing the thing where he just flies around and doesn't do anything. Same with Pikachu. Yeah, but Pikachu actually hit people. Yeah, Pikachu would always hit people, but... Sonic was just so hard to control. Um, so that's really exciting. They changed, you know, they changed dodging to be back like Melee. They sped up the game a little bit, which looks good. People get excited. Yeah, I, I like that it. it's faster. More damage for 1v1s, which I like. And there's a couple things for 1v1s. I don't know if you saw... Did, did you watch any of the Invitational? A little bit. So now, when you're playing 1v1s, that bar comes across the screen no matter what. So if you're playing a stock match and someone dies, it will there will be like a white bar that comes across the center of the screen and show the stock of both people. So it'll be like 3-2 to two oh, cool. when I knock you out. Which is good because, I mean, obviously you, the, the other player doesn't need to see the screen and it's smack dab through the middle. So like if you're falling, you still be able to do it. If you're trying to you know recover, you could find it. But that's like a cool little touch. And there's a lot of cool little touches in this game that they went through. You know, obviously you probably watched the Direct. So we don't have to go through everything. Right. GameCube controllers will be back. There are specifically Switch ones that are in the works. Another thing I want to talk about, so obviously Daisy and Ridley. Woo! But Woo. Echo characters? Can we talk about this for a sec? So did we and you I say, kinda... Did you say Shadow? What? Did you say Shadow? No. <laughs> he's no. Gonna be, he's got to be there, though. If, I, okay, he could be an Echo character. So I want to talk about this because me and Matt kind of talked about this. You know, the idea of Echo characters is really cool, right? So these are characters like, you know, Lucina 
and Dark Pit, who are characters who function the exact same way as their other version, but there are differences in how the attacks work. So, like, for example, you know, Dark Pit, his B-side pushes you sideways as opposed to up, but he functions the same way as Dark Pit. Lucina's damage output is higher in general, but Marth has a bonus when you hit with only the tip of your sword, and Lucina doesn't have that. So, because they gave this a name... I feel like... There's, there's gotta be more of them. There's I feel like there's gonna be a lot of Echo characters in this I, game. I don't know about a lot, but I think there will be at least three more. Uh, yeah, I would say there's gonna be a fair number of them added, and Daisy seems like a great addition in that respect. Well, I mean, Sakurai did say, don't don't hope for too many characters, because I'm not gonna give them to you. Yeah, well, we went from 36 to 58, right? There was 36 characters in Smash? Brawl, you mean? In Brawl? And Smash 4 had 58 characters. Yeah, I, was I wouldn't expect 22. 22 more characters. I'd expect, like, well, maybe 10? Maybe. I was thinking 5, honestly. Yeah, I'd expect, like, in terms of, like, new characters with new attacks and new models, I wouldn't say more than 5. You know, like, Oh, I, Ridley... I meant 5, like, in total. Like, Ridley, Daisy, and Inkling already counted towards the 5. Really? Yeah, I think maybe 2 or 3 more new characters, honestly. I, w- I would honestly think not too many more either, but I do think... If we're going to get more than five, a lot of them will be Echo characters, which is good because I want to play... Listen, I want to play as... not Waluigi. I was going to say, I want to play as Waluigi, but he doesn't have to have his own moveset. You know, like, if if Waluigi does... No, no, no. At this point in time, Mike, Waluigi needs his own moveset. Like, I'm tired of this. But if you told me, like, okay, here is an Echo character for Captain Falcon, it's Waluigi, I wouldn't be upset. That'd be stupid. It would be, but, like, it's funny because, like, you know, if you put in a character you don't know what to do with them, what do you do? You make him a Captain Falcon clone. <laughs> uh, Gandorf has a sword in this game, just so you know. <laughs> Which is really cool. Yes. I, I really think because they brought attention to Echo characters, we gotta be watchful for more Echo characters being announced. I think that's a reasonable thing to be announced. I think so, too. Also, the last... Oh, sorry, one last thing. The characters are a lot more expressive. You see that picture with Donkey Kong? It was so funny. I I love it. it. But that was the big part of the direct. So before we move on to the non-direct related things, you want to talk about your opinion of the direct? Did not like it. See, I thought about this for a while. It's not not like I didn't like it. That was harsh. I was disappointed in it. Definitely could have been better. I think, and I have to think about this, honestly, the reason that people, I think, weren't so keen on it, it was because most of the things that were announced, we already knew. Well, there was, the only thing that was announced, quote-unquote, is Super, Mar- Super Mario Party. Super Mario Party, which is kind of stole the show in some people's respect, I think, for that exact reason. That's, it stole the show in my eyes for that. But when I think about it, like, okay, this is the first time we're seeing Smash, right? Like, really seeing it. We knew it was coming. So, first time we're seeing Smash, first time we're seeing real footage of Pokemon Let's Go, which was only announced, what, two weeks ago. You know, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, this is the this is the announcement of it. Fire Emblem, we knew about, but we're seeing stuff. And I think, you know, all of these games are good. And if you look at Nintendo's release schedule, you know, Octo Expansion came July. out. Came out, no, Octo Expansion oh, came out yesterday. I, I'm so, I keep getting them mixed up with Octopath. So Octo Expansion's coming out, you know, right now. Tennis Aces out. comes out at the end of the month. Octopath Traveler and Captain Toad come out in July. Um, August has something, doesn't it? I don't know. I, like, genuinely don't know. Um, well, le- skipping August, because I can't remember. I don't think it does. September has... September has Xenoblade Chronicles. If you count that as a game. They said it's big enough. It could count. Ca- I mean, it's getting its own retail release. Oh, yeah. Also, Donkey Kong got its thing. Um, Mike, Mario is currently, Mike is currently checking his his wallet schedule of video game release dates to figure out what's coming out in August. Listen. I just want to point it out. I wouldn't have remembered that Mario Party comes out in October. You wouldn't have any of that. I didn't remember that. What comes out in September? Uh, Xenoblade, you Yeah, so it'd be like, Zeno, so, seven has, uh, so, June has Mario Tennis, Mario and Rabbids DLC, Splatoon DLC. August? July, ha- July, oh, July has Octopath Tav- Traveler and Captain Toad. August is a little quiet, but September has Xenoblade Chronicles 2 a DLC. A little quiet. He means nothing's coming out. Nothing's coming out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC. October is uh, Mario Party. Where's Starlink no. in that? Oh, it's I, in October. I would, count, I would straight up count Starlink October Star Fox as game. well. Mm-hmm. So November is Pokemon. December is Smash Brothers. There's stuff coming out, and there's a lot more third-party stuff. And Panic Button announced that next month a quote-unquote high, you know, high excitement level port but, is coming to so the Switch. So it's got to be from Panic Button, right? Well, Panic Button is the one who ports all the games, so Bethesda's oh, okay, games okay. were ported through them. I think 
either Doom Eternal or Near Automata. I think it's got to be Near Automata because they wouldn't announce Doom Eternal yet. Like, if they were going to announce Doom Eternal for Switch soon, like in this time frame, they would have done it at E3. That's fair. I think also, um, I think they wanted, you know, the Xbox people to feel like they were special and be like, here's Nier. And yeah. they're like, okay, now it's coming to the Switch. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's just, I, I could easily see that being how they kind of wanted to phrase I would, this. Like, I love Nier. It's really good. I haven't played it. super recommended if it comes out on the Switch. Yeah. I just, you know, when we think about the March Direct and all the information we got in the March Direct, the March Direct was, if you took the March Direct and put it as an E3, I think everyone would have been fine. Okay, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. E3 is a marketing event. It's all about marketing this stuff, right? Yeah. Nintendo does this every four months. Yeah. But E3 is the big one. That's the one everybody looks forward to. That's the celebration. That's the one where you go, did Sony beat Microsoft? Did Nintendo beat Bethesda? And the thing is... Nintendo, Nintendo beat Bethesda? Who's putting those two against I mean, first of all, <laughs> Bethesda had a better conference. But, Ooh, I don't agree. But Nintendo did not bring their A-game to this to E3 this year. I... And it's like, that's fine because, because we get directs year-round. But for the people who aren't Nintendo fans, this is your time to turn them. And, I mean, unless you're a, a Smash fanatic, this wouldn't have done that. My argument would be, and it goes against the same thing that you were saying, listen, Nintendo is does these all the time, and people get super excited. Like, I mean, when March came out and they announced Smash Bros. coming to Switch, everyone was talking about it, but no one was talking about anything else because there wasn't any game news. So you you're saying... Wii U. What? Did you mean Wii U? No, Smash, Smash 5. Or For... Smash- Smash for Switch. This in, year, you meant? It, yeah, in March this okay, year. Okay, never mind. So when that came out, when there was an announced, oh, everyone I'm was sorry, talking about March. it. Oh, March, yes, yes, yeah. of course everyone was talking about it. So that gets the buzz, and people who are interested in the Switch will get interested. But like you said, this is the biggest gaming moment, right? So why announce like 20 new games when everyone's announcing 20 games? Bring the game that everyone's excited about, everyone's talking about, and everybody's played. Because everybody's played Smash. Yeah, but they brought one game, and Sony brought seven, and I was more interested in what Sony had, because they Didn't brought seven. Didn't they bring seven. five? What do you mean? Last of Us, Spider-Man. That- Last of Us, Spider-Man, Ghost, Neo 2, Control, Are Dreams kinda- was more or less there. Was Were these all playable? Oh, I don't know if they are pl- I'm talking about during the conference. Well, I mean, in that respect, Nintendo did put out a lot of things. It's just because, yeah, of, but- because of leaks we knew about Fortnite. Okay, because but of- Fortnite doesn't count. Because, of- well, think about it. If we didn't know about Fortnite, wouldn't that be a big deal? Like yes, it would. Know, it totally would be a big deal if we didn't know. We didn't know about Fire Emblem. We would have yes, been a big we deal. We, yeah, but this is the first time we're seeing it. Yeah. You know, we only know because of investor meetings. I mean, no, because they did say it during a direct. Oh, they did? Oh, they yeah. Did. The, 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 the one back last year. Yeah, the beginning of 2017 or 2016. I would just argue that, you know, Nintendo's did a lot earlier this year, and they're going to do but more in the like, fall. Nintendo obviously has more. They just chose not to show it. Like, where was Animal Crossing? Because we know they're working on it. Well, I understand Metroid and Bayonetta weren't there because they're probably not ready to be shown. Oh, hell but no. they weren't there. Where is any? Like, where is any of that? Honestly. But at the same Yoshi, time, Yoshi. Where is Yoshi? That's the other one I was thinking. I of. would say this. You know, these things were missing. But if they showed us more footage of a game that wasn't out yet, we would be saying the same thing about that we're saying about Fire Emblem. Because Fire Emblem, we knew was coming out, like Yoshi, like Metroid Prime, like Bayonetta 3. And if we saw footage, that would be cool. But we'd be like, hey, we don't know when this game's coming out, and we'd be saying the same thing. I wouldn't care. I would just like to know that it's... Like, I would like to see it. But we know it's coming. I, we already know. I mean, I, yeah, but I would just like to see it. I think that because Nintendo's a lot more transparent about what's going on and when it's going on... I really don't care, because I'm sitting here... Like, Reggie did the, the interview. He was like, listen, we have more stuff. We just don't want to talk about it right now. And my favorite thing is in that art interview he talked about, they were like, well, Nintendo stock price fell. And he's like, I want you to look at any investor who invested in Nintendo. Like, look for over the course of five years and see how wrong everybody was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's Nintendo's going to die. Nintendo's like, going to die. Sell Nintendo stock. Don't What's get me Switch? wrong. <laughs> it's like, I'm, like, upset, but I'm also not upset because I know we're going to get another Direct before September. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't really care because but in the next I do three care months, because E3 is it's an event, and Nintendo doesn't care about the event. Yeah, they don't care. Why would you care? Because it's fun. I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm in that camp of like in the age of the internet and all this stuff. Does E3 really need to happen? I mean, like I like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this week. All the releases all at once. It's really fun. It's really exciting. It's seven days of Hanukkah. 
in June. Exactly. But, especially just with Nintendo, I'm like, I don't need you guys to, you know, say everything. I mean, think about last E3. Last E3, we got announced. Is Xenoblade Chronicles already announced? Yes. So we already knew about Xenoblade Chronicles, and we already knew about Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. And those are the two big games. They, yeah. I'm like, I don't see the difference here. It's just that the fact is, is we had such a crazy first year, and this is a crazy second year, but it's not Mario and Zelda, so that's not, and it's because it's Super Smash Brothers, and it's like, listen, we've had four of these, and unlike Zelda and unlike Mario, there's only so much you can change about Smash Brothers that we're all kind of like, okay, I don't think this is a bad direct. Obviously, people are like, let's it wasn't, say- No, it was not bad. I think, honestly, if the Smash Brothers thing was only 10 minutes long, people wouldn't be as upset about it because people feel like they ate in time that they should have spent doing something else. I just, I feel like they could have shown something else. They could have. They, I mean, they didn't, but they, they, I think they could have. I think they could have shown something else, yes, but I think, honestly, we're already kind of spoiled after March, so... <laughs> Because, uh, like, I'll say it again. Think about the March Direct and put that as the E3 conference. I would have been okay with that. I probably we got, like, 20 really games, you yeah, know? Was... Captain Toad. We got more Octopath news. We got Splatoon 2 DLC. We Nintendo got Okami. We got Mario in a different way. Yeah. And it's... I gotta think, you know, Nintendo's never, especially these past couple years, has not proven me wrong. So I'm I like, mean, like, I'm gonna put my hands up. Be like, like, I don't know, in but this I trust industry, them. In this industry, the bottom of the line is, are the games out? Or are they fun? And that's gonna happen. Yeah. And even more so than that, Nintendo's games are coming out earlier. I mean, like you said, yeah, I know Sony talked about some really cool games, but most of them are coming out 2019, right? If not all of them. Is any of the games they talked about, like the big yes. games they talked about yes. coming Spider-Man out 2019? Spider-Man coming out in September. So Spider-Man, is that it, though? Last of Us doesn't come out this year. Last of Us said they're not coming out this that, year. That, um, that, that uh, Days game. Gone will be out in January. Ghost will be out in 2019. Kingdom Hearts will yeah, apparently of, be out. A lot of Sony stuff will probably be out in 2019. Yeah, so it's like... I don't think it's a bad thing to say that most of the games that we didn't know about are coming out later in the year, because if you think about March, that was all games six months in the future, right? Like Captain right, Toad and right. stuff. So this was the rest of the holiday, which was Pokemon, but we already knew because we got announced earlier. Really, Pokemon, Xenoblade, and Smash. Those are the big three games for the end of the year. Super Mario Party. And Super Mario Party. There are four. Starlink. Because I'm counting... I, it is my Star Fox game. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about that, actually. I, well, I mean, but, we've got to wrap up this yeah. dir- I just, direct discussion. I think it's a good... I think it was a good thing. And I think once we see, you know, September is direct, none of us will care anymore. Yeah. I don't think Nintendo, quote-unquote, won E3, but I don't think they had a bad idea. I think they played it safe, which, after last year, I think they're allowed to. Yeah. They killed you, it last you year. You can play it safe if you want to. I know. We're just selfish. Also, Ridley... Oh, no, I Ridley, just like Rid- to see things. Yeah. Ridley Amiibo looks really pretty. The Amiibo does look really pretty. Yeah. So, outside of this, the last thing was just the games that they announced that weren't in the Direct. Um, oh, that was the other thing. Real fast. World Ends With You got a release date in the fall. Is it the fall? It's the fall of this year. It was in the Direct. It was in this. Was it? Oh, I thought it was in 2019. There's another game that's coming out in the fall. All right. Okay. A little less upset. Yes. So, games that got announced or came out during the week. I got my notes. Elder Scrolls Legends got announced, which is a t- is an online TCG. Yep. Uh, which is cool. My friend Pedro from Devolver Digital, which was the best press conference ever. D- Devolver did have the best press conference. So, that game looks really fun. Fallout Shelter came out. If you're into that game, you know about it. It is fun. I it haven't is a fun it, time. But it looks good. And... What else? Starlink. So Starlink is like a toys oh, to yeah. life. Let's, let's cool... talk about Starlink. Honestly, go watch the trailer. It's it looks, it looks like a... really cool. Someone said it's like a it's like a real no man's sky. It, yeah, no, I saw that too, and it like basically is. It looks fun. Like I'm very excited to play a Star Fox game because it is a Star Fox game. Yeah, you can play That's the whole game as Star Fox on rails. Yeah, they said. I, I... The whole game can be played as Star Fox. I want that so bad. That's all I want. I already, I ordered the, I pre-ordered it from Ubisoft's website the afternoon after it happened and didn't want to tell Matt. I told him yesterday. He's like, really? No. You pre-ordered a game right away? I was like, yep. I mean, I'm, go- I'm gonna get it. I just haven't pre-ordered it yet. But like, yeah. Ooh. Um, what else? Uh, Grim Fandango 
is oh, coming out on the Switch. Mike, you have to get Grim Fandango. I've, I've been told and I Broken Age. To. Broken Age is also coming out. Broken Age is coming. Uh, limited run game announced that the following games are all getting physical releases through them. So there are these guys like make like 5,000 no, yeah, pounds. I know them. Ukulele, Golf Story, Dust, Thumper, Layers of Fear, among other games. But they announced all those are getting physical editions, which is really cool. By Golf Story, Matt. They... I was also on Twitter, and you know who tweeted during E3? Who? The guys who make Morphe's Law. They're like, the game's still doing really well in our testing. So apparently it's still alive somewhere. <laughs> apparently. Uh, and the last... Oh, Tales of Vesperia is coming to Switch in 2018. Yes! There's the another one huge that's a game. prequel, or it's a... Tales of Berseria is a prequel to Vesperia, right? I don't know. I From what I know, the, the only one that I knew that was a sequel was Tales of Symphonia had a sequel. Right. Which was not very good, but it was fun. I believe Berseria is the prequel to... Yeah. But that makes me interested to play Vesperia. Uh, yeah. You know, Mario and Rabbids Donkey Kong expansion releases this month, June 22nd. Still looks cool. Doom Eternal is getting announced at QuakeCon, but people are saying it's going to get on the Switch. It Like, it will come out on the Switch. They're just not ready to talk about it yet. Just Dance 2019 coming out on the Switch, the Wii U, and the Nintendo Wii. Just, is it really? Yeah. Really? Yes. You know, actually, that doesn't surprise me, because people with a Wii will still buy they that They will game. still buy that game. Is there anything else I want to talk about? Oh, one last thing I want to talk about. Mario Tennis Aces. Do you see this with, uh, with Koopa Troopa and Blooper? Mm-hmm. So, both of these are free DLC characters that are coming to the game, and they're in the story mode. But, the tournament that happens the month before... If you get enough points, you get them early. No, that's how it will happen for every DLC character. Every DLC. Well, these every, two, they, they announced. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just the two that are coming first. But every time there's one of those characters, there will be the tournament for the character. And if you get enough points in the tournament, you'll get the character early. If you don't get enough points in the tournament, you'll get it at the end of the month. Okay. So that's just a general thing. That's yes, cool, though. That's just I like how that. it's going to work. And I really like that. Yeah, um, outside of that, I also want to talk about how um, there was an ARMS party crash this weekend. So this is the second year in a row ARMS has gotten snubbed by E3. Wait, why are we talking about this? This is E3 time. Yeah, that's what they said when ARMS came out, too. I don't care. I do. Yeah, looking at the rest of my notes, there's nothing else I really think I want to talk about. Really? There was no Pikmin 4. There's no Pikmin 4. There was no Mario Maker. Oh, there's one thing... Um, I need to talk about Matt. Start start your fun facts and fun uh, facts. Wait, are we ready to wrap up? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, there were a couple things I want to talk okay. about. Still, talk. Hold on. Um. So what else you want to talk about, Matt? Uh, first, I want to talk about Fallout seventy six. What do you think the odds of Fallout seventy six coming to the Switch are? It's always online. There's no NPCs. Everyone's a character. It's not coming to Switch. Sadly, but yeah. I mean, I'm I'm getting it on PS four, but yeah. Uh. Um. What else was there? There wasn't really that much. Devolver Digital's loot box coin is currently $250. I think it's actually higher now. Really? It went up again? I think it did. Well, it, it changes It changes randomly every hour on the hour. Like, there, there is yeah. no rhyme or reason to it. Well, it's it. been $150 like, for a couple hours. Because I was checking kind of regularly, oh, really? and it was usually $150. It's not it like... There, there is actually nothing behind how it raises and lowers. It's just random. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It, it goes to a price similar to it, but oh my god, it's so funny. I think my favorite thing about it is the person who tweeted out that Devolver Digital has finally started the E3 cinematic universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically, I love it. Oh, speaking actually of, of Marvel Universe and Super Smash Brothers, I, I told you this. If you watch the Invitational, there's a part when the one player playing Bayonetta does the Bayonetta thing that competitive players do, which is, if, or B-side, if you do it in the air and you hit somebody, you can do it again. So what players will do is they'll B-side with Bayonetta and push someone up to the top of the stage and KO them at a very low percentage. And this happened, I think, in the quarterfinals to the Ridley player. There was active booing and someone said they were watching and Sakurai visibly sighed and shook his head when it happened. <laughs> You told me about this, and I love it, and I'm not surprised in the slightest. Neither am I. Um, it's... Mm. <laughs> all right, Mike, what was, for you, the, the best thing at E3 this year? The best thing at E3 for me, honestly, there's a lot of... I think I think it's a tie. You know, obviously, the games that were announced that we didn't know about are the most exciting to me. So, it would be a tie, probably, but I'm going to give it to Damon X Machina, because... 
nobody was expecting that. Yeah, nobody no knows what this game that. is. Especially that was another reveal. I'm sorry that we said Super Mario yeah. Party was the only reveal. Especially to reveal. start their conference. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I feel like, like when this when this game this? does come out, it's going to be a big deal. It, for sure. But, Matt, what about you? What was your favorite? My favorite was not in Nintendo's conference. Oh, I thought we were just talking about Nintendo's conference. Oh, no, I meant the whole thing. But, I mean, in Nintendo's conference, my favorite thing was Super Mario Party. My favorite thing altogether was definitely the last of us trailer. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be the three Kingdom Hearts trailers. Well, I mean, yes, but I <laughs> I don't want to see any more Kingdom Hearts. Because I'm such a Kingdom Hearts fan, I don't need to see any more. I'm just ready for the game to come out. All right. I've actually, my, every time a Kingdom Hearts video comes up on my YouTube feed... I've clicked not interested, so they stop showing up on my YouTube feed. Okay. Just so, like, they don't show up to, like, avoid any spoilers. Because they announced the release date for Kingdom Hearts 3, and they also announced the super-duper special edition of Kingdom Hearts 3. That's $230, and I bought it. I know you did. But... I'm gonna hold this over your head. Square Enix screwed me over on the shipping, and, like, for, like, same-day shipping, it was $40. Woo! Yeah, so I did the 10-day shipping, and even that was $10. So what'd you end up doing? So I got the 10-day shipping, so I how have you, to... Wait, but how will you feel about knowing there will be 10 days where everyone else is playing? Are you just going to have to get off the internet? No, my, to be on the here's internet. what's going to happen is I'm going to buy another copy of the game, and then when my actual copy of the game comes, I'm going to sell it back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been this bad about things, but I'm doing it this time. Okay, okay. <laughs> Guys, remember this when I pre-order special editions or buy another set of Joy-Cons that it wasn't $230 no, the, the plus $10 shipping. Is you plus... were always like, oh, special editions are dumb. And then you bought like four special editions. No, I think special editions for the sake of special editions are dumb. I said you getting a Spider-Man special edition is dumb because there's so much Spider-Man merchandise. Uh -huh. But the special edition for Xenoblade is the only Xenoblade Chronicles merch I'll ever get. Uh-huh. That's a fair argument. I mean, no, because you can get Pyramithra figures. Yeah, for $180. Fair. I'm not a monster, Matt. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not going to spend $230 on something. That's not a game. <laughs> anyway. I got three figures with that. Yeah, I know. But anyway... I don't, I don't give you as much problem for the for, for this one as I would the Spider-Man one. Like, <laughs> Listen, I get this, it. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. This holds a very I special place in my and heart. And that was why I, like, make fun of it because it's expensive, not making fun of that you bought it. <laughs> like, you, you can't tell me you're not, like, a little unhappy you're with $230. Like, you're like, I'm disappointed, but not surprised. I'm, just, I'm not disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm disappointed in them. Oh, I'm disappointed in them, too. But that didn't stop me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, last thing we gotta do. A deal <gasps> is a deal. Oh, man! Matt has a pack oh, boy. of Magic the Gathering, Dominaria, trading cards in his hand. He's going to open the pack, and I hope, right I hope he gets something really valuable, because we're opening let's see, off stream. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. I got commons, 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 Warlord's Fury, Charge, Arcane Flight, that G thing. G2 Chronicler. G2 Chronicler. Uh, Pierce the Sky, Divination. Mesa Unicorn. Mesa? <laughs> That's what I said. A Seer Glider. <laughs> Rampaging Cyclops. Ice manipu Icy Manipulator. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Uncommons now. Nature's Spiral. Gaia's Blessing. That does not say Gaia. No, it does. It does? That's the spelling. That's the spelling. Okay. A Foil Gaia's Blessing. A Squay the Immortal. Oh, that's cute. He's, He's adorable. Cute. You can cast him no matter where he goes. If he's in exile or the graveyard, you can still cast him. Oh, boy. All right. Well, that's actually not too right. bad. Well, there you go. That's, uh, that's... If any of you care about magic, I just... That is the price I pay for losing a bet. <laughs> so that's our show for the week. That's the show. So obviously, you know, our opinions on E3 differ just between the two of us. But if you want to tell us what your opinions were, be sure to uh, go on our Twitter, at Pink Gold Peeps. Follow us. We, we post funny things. I think we're pretty we funny. We post things that are funny. Um, so follow us, let us know. Um, I would like to point out that Mike did in fact play Pokemon Quest on auto this entire podcast. Yep, I did. And I have no shame. <laughs> Listen, this Dragonair is not going to evolve itself. You're right. You're right. Um, so, uh, Mike, fun fact, fun fact. Uh, my fun fact is, okay, it kind of goes off last week. So last week, if you didn't listen, I was whining about my company's soap in the men's bathroom was really really like watery and it really didn't and i'm not gonna say that someone at my work listens to our podcast but the episode went up tuesday morning and by tuesday afternoon the soap was the thick soap whoa i'm just saying i'm not saying someone listens to our podcast but if they did 
you know, they helped me out. So listen, that's, that's listen, my fun fact. You gotta test this out now. Okay, um, uh, I gotta do something that's like small, but reasonable. They're gonna replace the lamp in the conference room because it's really dark. Boom. There it is. There it is. So next week, I'll let you guys know if uh, the light <laughs> in the conference room gets switched. As for me, my fun fact, fact of fun, if you will, is that... You're buying time? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that you should always check your gas before you go on a 30-minute ride to your friend's house. Because I, on my way here, was going to get here at 5.30. That was the plan. It was rush hour and I was driving over here. I forgot to check my gas. It turned out... While I was on a highway, I had five miles left. And it was rush hour, so I was, like, stressing out about getting on the highway, finding a gas station, and making sure I could get there on time. I got here a half hour late, but I got gas, and my car didn't break down, and I'm very thankful. Yeah. Now we have to go. Uh, so, as always, our intro is made by Rick's Record. He's really cool. Follow him on SoundCloud. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us at Pink Gold Peeps on Twitter and me at Cento says on Twitter. And, and we have an email, Pink Gold Peeps. Yeah, you can always email us, pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. Maybe if we do this whole, like, like quick argument episode, you can throw us some quick arguments. Yeah, please, send us some, some ideas. Yeah. All right, but that's our show. So uh, have a good night, everybody. Ciao.